Welcome to Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. During these 21 days, we will be praying together as a community of faith for specific topics each day, led by a member of our team. Now let's listen to today's message. Hey, welcome back to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer podcast on this beautiful Monday. So glad you took time to begin your week and start it out with us in prayer and learning about the Holy Spirit. My name is Josh, and today we have not only myself, but our very own pastor, Jason Laird. How are you, sir? Oh, man, it's so good to be here today. You look great today. I know that the the people listening can't see you, but you look great. You look strong this morning. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Okay. Awesome. Well, today uh, we want to jump right into it, and we're going to get started with a couple of questions. We've been talking on the weekends about the Holy Spirit, walking in the Holy Spirit, uh, inviting the Holy Spirit into our lives. And so we have a couple of questions uh, submitted about the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so I just want to kind of pop off a couple questions for you and just hear sort of your off-the-cuff responses, maybe some advice for us. Absolutely. Let's go. Awesome. Uh, Question number one, how do I recognize the Holy Spirit working in my life? Mm, that's good. It's a really good question. Um, you know, I think the last couple of weeks we've we've talked about um, one of the big things we, we've continued to kind of circle back uh, to is that the Holy Spirit Spirit is our helper. That's the way that Jesus described him, that he would come alongside you and he would help you. And uh, we, we really we've talked about quite a few different ways specifically that he will help us. And uh, and so I think that there's these moments, like one of the things we said was that the Holy Spirit will, one of the ways he helps us is he will convict us of sin. So like one of the ways I know he's working in my life is whenever I'm about to go off the rails and do something stupid or speak to my wife a certain way that wouldn't be pleasing to God or or um, do things that maybe would not uh, be integrous, um, the Holy Spirit will start, like I'll start feeling a little nudge. I'll start feeling a little like conviction, a little um and maybe that word sounds antiquated and super spiritual. Maybe it's more so like you just feel a little like so, like something in you is nudging you to say like that's probably not a cool idea. Don't don't do that. You probably shouldn't do that. Whereas before, before you have the Holy Spirit in your life, um, you don't really have that. Now you may have a little bit of a moral conscience because I think we all have that to some degree. But I think that that gets heightened to a whole new level when the Holy Spirit comes in your life and you begin to sense the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That's Him working in your life. And we're to yield to him working like that. I think another one of the ways that we've talked about is how um, he'll guide us and he'll direct us. Um, I think when you have to make a decision uh, about, do I take this job? Do I um, decline this promotion? Or do I take this promotion? Or or whatever it may be. Should we buy this house? Should we rent? Should we stay in this area? And and you begin to to sense, like, I think this would be the wise thing to do. I think I think a lot of times that's the Holy Spirit that he's giving us wisdom. It's the wisdom of God that comes to us through the Holy Spirit. Sometimes that's invited, like we invite it. And sometimes I think the Holy Spirit, just because he's so He's so amazing and he wants to help us, even when we don't even invite it, he'll He'll bring wisdom into our life to where this is, this is the wise thing that I should do. I think you see it like that. Um, I think uh, another one of the areas is, is, is change. We talked about change and transformation. Like any time when we start seeing change happening in our life that's producing the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, all those, I think that one can, like the logical deduction is like, I can't produce these things in my life. Like that's the work of the Holy Spirit. So those are just a few things that I thought of. But at the, at the end of the day, I think the bottom line is this. He wants to help us by, by doing what? Like what it says in 1 Corinthians, by transforming us into the image of Jesus um, from glory to glory, one translation says, we, we're just going to become more and more like Christ. And that's how we know like he's working our life is 
Is our life being changed? Is our life being transformed? And if it is, then we know that, that he truly is working in our life. And I think um, if it's something that makes us look less like Jesus, well, then it's not, that's not him working. But if something is driving us towards looking more like Jesus in character and conduct, then we, one can only assume, like, man, this is the Holy Spirit trying to work this into my life. At least that's my kind of take on it. That's so good. I, it really seems like, you know, I think we probably <laughs> often second-guess ourselves, but, you know, the Bible says that we were born in sin, and so those, any of those yeah. good things within us is the Holy Spirit in us. Yeah. If we feel those urgings, those, those convictions, like you said, that pushing us towards the image of Jesus, being more like Him, that, that's, yeah. that's not coming from us. That's Jesus. Yeah, you know, like I, I had somebody tell me one time, like, how do I know if it's the Holy Spirit um, telling me to, you know, to, to go and serve and, you know, to, to, you know, serve on an outreach or this, that, whatever. Like, what if that's just like my own selfish ambition or my flesh trying to go and do something? I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, if it's good like that, like that's not your flesh. Like that's the Holy Spirit. Like, and even if it's not, just blame it on him because it's good. You know, it's like, man, you're, you're doing something good. You're wanting to be kind to your wife. Like, let's just blame that one on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you're wanting to be, you know, honoring to your friends and whatever or loyal. Like I just found, like I always tell my kids, I'm like, blame the bad stuff on the devil, blame, blame the good stuff on, on God, on the Holy Spirit. So, yeah. I love that. That's so good. That's super helpful. So I think this next question is actually sort of the opposite side of the coin of that. And, and I think this one probably hits home for a lot of people. Um, and it's this, what should I do if I'm a Christian, I'm following Jesus, but I don't feel the Holy Spirit in my life? Yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, my immediate kind of knee-jerk reaction to that or response to that is this. Number one is, um, I think it's actually totally normal for you to go through seasons where you may not sense uh, some real closeness or close sense of, how do I say this? You, you may go through these seasons where you feel a little bit like God is distant. He's not, but you may just feel like that. You may not get all the goosebumps during worship, or you may not you know, read your script, the scriptures and, and, and feel like you're having some incredibly powerful moment with God. I think that's actually totally normal. I think in the same way, like with, with your spouse, you know, I think Jennifer would admit this, um, that there are times whenever you sense like this incredible closeness with your spouse. And there's sometimes you're, you're kind of just married, but you're still committed to each other. You're, you know that you're still in relationship and you continue to do the things to cultivate that closeness and that sense of, oh my gosh, I'm so in love with you. But the reality is, is there's sometimes where you love that person and you, because love is a choice, it's not just an emotion, you love them um, and you're committed to them because you're in covenant with them. But the reality is there's sometimes it comes in ebbs and flows. I, I think that the same thing with the Holy Spirit. There's sometimes where we sense like, man, I feel him in worship or when I read the scriptures, it's like just, it's just coming off the page at me. And then there's sometimes it's like, we don't sense anything. I, I actually think it's kind of normal and it's kind of natural and it comes in ebbs and flows. But I would say this is that what we have to continue to do, regardless if we sense the closeness of the Holy Spirit or we feel distance with the Holy Spirit, we should always do, I think, two things. Number one is, is ask the Holy Spirit, just like a person, is there anything I've done or anything in my life that's, that's offended you? Is there, is there something wrong? Like I think about sometimes with Jennifer, she'll give me like the silent treatment and I'm like, babe, is, uh, is everything okay? Like, are we good? And she's like, I'm fine. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I know. Like, are we good? Like, is everything okay? And she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just in one of those days, you know. And I'll do the same thing to her. And But sometimes I'll ask that question, and she's like, well, you know, um, yeah, I mean, you said this earlier, and it, and it really kind of it hurt when you said that earlier this morning. And I, that's why I feel, that's why I kind of shut down. 
Well, I think in this, that's a, she's a person, and the Holy Spirit is a person. So I think at times, it's not always because of sin, but it could be. We should, I think we should examine our heart and say, is there something in my life that's grieving the Holy Spirit? Is there something in my life that's made him feel distant? And then we just ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, is there something that I've done? Is there something I've not done? Is there an area that I haven't listened to you? Have I hurt or offended you? Have I grieved you? And then listen, just pause and just sit there and listen and allow the Holy Spirit to speak. He may say, yeah, you know, the way that you did this, this, this. And then you just, you just, you just, just like how you will with a person. You say, Holy Spirit, forgive me. That, that's not my heart. That's not what I want to do. Forgive me. And uh, I want to be in right relationship with you. Number one. And then number two, I think that even when it's not sin, even when it's not those things, I think every day we should welcome the Holy Spirit in our life and invite him into our life invite him into every area of our life. And I think the more that we create that pattern in our life of welcoming him, like I even say this simple, this simple phrase. Now, um, sometimes you'll hear me say it on Sunday mornings in church, but I say it when I'm alone with just myself in the presence of God, I'll say, come Holy Spirit, come. I welcome you. I invite you into this moment. I invite you into my life. And I've made it a, a pattern in my life, not like some routine, routine or some religious moment, but a genuine moment where I stop, I pause in the morning, random parts of my day, and I'll just say, come, Holy Spirit, I welcome you right now. As if he's on the outside, uh, you know, outside of the house, and I open up the door and I welcome him in. Um, I think that that's one of the things that we do. Make that a part of our discipline, our spiritual discipline of welcoming the Holy Spirit into our life but also probing our life and examining our life and asking him, is there something that's not pleasing to you? That's great. And I think that could be such a great challenge for each of us yeah. as we're growing in the Holy Spirit to really try to do that every single day. Um, here's one that I think probably comes up in a lot of people's minds, especially um, you know, for any of us that maybe didn't spend our whole life growing up in church. This is, you hear this phrase tossed around a lot or some variation of it. Um, what does it mean to be spirit-filled, or one of the other versions is, what does it mean to be baptized in the Holy Spirit? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. um, I tell you what, um, there is a difference between the two, between the two, uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit and being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And uh, I, I, actually, I don't want to answer that one today uh, because we're going to be discussing that on the weekend in, um, in the next two Sundays. We're going to be digging into that a bit. And so I, this is, I guess this is like kind of a little teaser. You got to come to church, uh, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday, we're going to dive into that, Josh. I'm really excited to be able to teach on that just to bring some clarity to that whole, um, that whole thought. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Okay. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Well, uh, I tell you what, we'll wrap up our time here this morning, but, um, I'm super excited about the continuation of this collection. I feel like we've all, um, just been growing in our hunger for the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit in our lives. Um, so would you close us out today in just yeah. prayer as each one of us tries to challenge ourselves better with this each day? Yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in Jesus' name, and uh, we just we thank you that you've given us not only the promise, but you've actually given us the gift of the Holy Spirit, our comforter, our divine encourager, um, and, and we just thank you for that right now. We just push pause in our day, and we just say thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit in our life. And right now, every single one of us, we just, we just say we welcome you, Holy Spirit, into our life, into every area of our life. We want you to speak into every area of our life. We give you full reign. There's nothing off limits. There's not like a closed compartment in our life related to 
uh, our relationships or maybe finances or our business, but every single room of our life is wide open and we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Come in, speak to us, have your way, fill our lives. Um, we give you full reign. We, we, we want you to lead our lives. We don't want to lead our lives. We want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And God, I pray your blessings over every single person today. We thank you um, that you have us on this journey, learning and growing about who the Holy Spirit is and what his role is in our life. So we love you, Jesus. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Sozo Church 21 Days of Prayer devotional podcast. We hope today's message inspires you in your prayer life. Join us again tomorrow on the podcast for another encouraging message from a member of our team. Sozo Church gathers every Sunday morning in San Francisco, and we'd love for you to join us. For service times, location, and other info, visit our website at sozo.co or follow along on social media at sozochurchsf.